Hi, my name is Christina, and welcome back to Cancer Together's podcast, Talk With Us. This episode is a part of our Spread the Word series, where members of the Cancer Together team share information on the impacts of cancer in our society. Today, we will dive deep into a type of cancer treatment called hypothermia. When most people hear hypothermia, they think of it as a horrible, life-threatening condition. Of course, at times, it is in fact dangerous since your overall body temperature is abnormally high. But hypothermia can actually target tumors that are difficult to treat. While it sounds strange that hypothermia is even considered a cancer treatment, it is normally combined with other cancer treatments such as chemotherapy or radiation therapy to help damage and kill the specific cancer cells. Let's first take a closer look at the specific treatments under local and regional hypothermia. The three types of treatment under local hypothermia is external, intraluminal, and interstitial hypothermia. They all specifically target tumors, but vary in how deep the treatment will go. Meeting, external hypothermia targets tumors right under the skin using applicators that are positioned around the region, while interstitial hypothermia targets tumors deep within the body by using probes and needles inserted into the tumor. Interstitial hypothermia is done under anesthesia, as I don't think anyone wants to be awake when you have a needle poking in you. There are also three types of treatment under regional hypothermia. Regional perfusion, deep tissue, and continuous hypothermic peritoneal perfusion, also called CHPP. These target large areas of tissue and again, all vary in the specific areas and how treatment is applied. That was a small breakdown of hypothermia, but let's switch over to a clinical trial to see how it's actually being used. In this recently completed clinical trial, hypothermia is combined with lysothermal-sensitive liposomal doxorubicin, or LTLD. That's, I know that's a big, fancy medical term. This trial specifically focused on the heating of the chest wall and treatment of recurrent regional breast cancer and to evaluate the bioequivalence of LTLD and measure efficiency in recurrent chest wall patients. All the patients in the trial had unresectable chest wall recurrences of breast cancer and were heavily pre-treated prior. This trial focused on breast cancer because it is the most common malignancy in women in the world, and despite a variety of approaches, a significant number of tumors will occur in the chest wall after primary treatment. Mild hypothermia has been used safely in breast cancer treatments in the past, and doctors wanted to see what else can be combined with hypothermia to produce the best outcome for patients. During this therapy, the tumor is heated locally while the rest of the body is at normal temperature. The specific hypothermia being used is, you guessed it, interstitial hypothermia, which falls under local hypothermia. I know that's a lot of hypothermia in one sentence, but interstitial hypothermia uses radio waves to heat and kill cancer cells. And in this trial, it's being used to heat and kill the breast cancer cells. 
The overall local response was 48%, with five patients achieving complete local responses and nine patients having partial local responses. This leads into the results being that the combined therapy produces objective responses in heavily pretreated patients with chest roll occurrences of breast cancer, which, in more simplistic terms, is great news. The trial was a huge success. Of course, like I said, it's great news for the trial as it can continue doing more studies with LTLD in combination with hypothermia. Now, this is just one of the hundreds of clinical trials that use hypothermia in combination with another treatment. Now, quick side note, hypothermia is never really used alone as it is unsafe and it's much safer to use with another type of cancer treatment. Other studies show hypothermia being used to treat melanoma, head cancer, neck cancer, and sarcoma in adults and pediatric patients. While this treatment is breaking headlines, let's talk about the availability and the affordability, to the two A's as I like to say. Thankfully, hypothermia is widely available in most clinics and normally recommended by a doctor for specific types of cancer. Sadly, not all cancers can be treated by hypothermia, meaning some patients have to take other routes they may not necessarily like. However, hypothermia is still being studied in combination with other treatments and for a bunch of other cancers. I know it might seem scary that hypothermia is being used while it's still under study, but let me break it down for you to help you understand the difference. Like I said earlier, hypothermia is always used with another type of cancer treatment, such as hypothermia and radiation therapy. Now, hypothermia in combination with radiation therapy has gone through the necessary research and clinical trials needed for the treatment to be used by doctors. Other treatments in combination with hypothermia, such as a type of drug, are still being studied because that has yet to go through the required and necessary clinical trials. Think of it as a checkbox. It has to go through those specific checks, check marks, in order to be approved. Okay, enough of the availability. The more important part of this is the affordability because if you want and have access to the treatment, you got to know how to be able to afford it. Now, there are so many factors that contribute to the cost of cancer in general, and it can get pretty crazy. With hypothermia treatment, you are paying for the hypothermia and the other treatment that it's being combined with. So say if it's paired with radiation therapy, you will also have to pay for the radiation therapy as well. The cost can vary as it depends on the type of cancer, location on the body, meaning if it's right under the skin or in a body cavity that you have to go under anesthesia for, and the other treatment being used. There is actually a study that specifically looked at the expenditure for the equipment, the staff, the treatment per patient, and the research. The results showcase that the equipment cost was estimated at 839,000 US dollars and the per treatment and per heat session was about 2600 US dollars. So hypothermia can be pretty pricey, but thankfully there's a lot of routes you are able to take in order to cover the cost. And that concludes our short talk about hypothermia. I know that was a lot of information just jumbled in, but of course, go back and listen if you want to have a better understanding. And thank you so much for listening and being on the lookout for our next episode. 
make sure to visit our article on the Cancer Together's website for more information on how the treatment works. See you then!